Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Russell Talk Podcast. I am Chopper Picano, your Jam That Champion without the championship for reasons that I will get into shortly, that I'm a bit annoyed about Adam. Um, and I'm, all, I'm joined, as always, by my intangible co-host, Tempest. Hi, Tempest. I just caught a man tyke. Oh, nice. Very good. I, I swim now. I I have now, I've, I'm, I'm saved in a position where I could be catching a cadabra. That's that's. I just caught an alakazam last night. Oh, nice! I haven't played at all since we last caught Pokemon on the SmackDown podcast. I haven't I haven't played the game at all. I've been busy, and I'm upset about it because I want to play more. Yeah, and it's I need to do that. I need to do that soon. Maybe today. Maybe today. Oh my god! Maybe today. (gasps) I could do it after the NXT podcast. That's my evening sorted. Thank God. I was like, I feel like I'm doing something, but I'm not. This is great. Anyway, yeah. I don't have my championship on me right now. Should be on, should be on my shoulder, right? Because I took it, went into the office yesterday, got the new studio, which got unveiled yesterday and all that stuff, and that was great. And I said, I'm going to leave it in the office because I'm going to be back tomorrow to do the NXT podcast so I can leave it in the office and I can pick it up the next day. But um, I was speaking to Adam, and he's he and some others are recording some stuff in the studio this morning. And they plan to be in the studio from 10 until 2, which is fine because we go live at 3, which gives us an extra, it gives me an hour to, you know, get my stuff ready and get set up in there and all that stuff. Problem is, though, he then quite openly said, I think we're probably going to overrun. We're probably going to go past 2. We might not be done by 3. And I said, well, I kind of need to be in there for 3 for the NXT podcast. And he was like, I don't know, that'll be pushing it. I said, okay, well... I guess I'll just do the NXT podcast from home tomorrow. But this was after we'd finished work and we're in the pub. So I just went home and I left the championship in the office. So now I don't have the championship and I'm at home and I'm sad about it. That's my that's my complaining. You're, you're just not allowed to hold that belt. Everything's got to keep it away from me. Some sort of conspiracy, I tell you. Um, but yeah, also, yeah, I'm a little bit <clears throat> tender today from the pub last night because uh it was very impromptu because it, well, i was supposed to go home at like four and then i didn't um because uh rosie was in the studio in the office yesterday because we had the unveiling of the aforementioned studio uh and she was on hand so for, for various things and stuff she was gonna leave um 
at like three and then uh she messaged me at like half three being like um can you let me back in and i was like are you okay she's like my car's broken down i was like oh that's not fun um so she came back in and she was like they're not going to be here for three hours and i was like hmm that's not great either um, so I stuck around and me and Rosa were just playing speedrunners for a bit. I was coaching her at speedrunners. That was fun. Um, but then, uh, was saying that, you know, we could just, we can just, uh, ch uh, chill out for a bit until the, the car man gets there. Um, and then she was like, Oh, actually the no rolls bard crew, um, who are shooting at drafts that day after they're finished, they're probably going to go for a drink. So what if I message them to come over here, we can all go for a drink while we're waiting for the car man to come fix the car. And I said, that sounds like a great plan. So she messaged them and said, come over to, you know, a pub near the near the office and we'll all go for, for a drink there. So then they all came over. And by the time they got there, the car man, car man had already been and fixed Rosie's car. But they'd already come over to the office and we're like, should we just go for a drink anyway? Yes. So then we went for a drink and I was supposed to go home at four and I ended up going home at about 11. <laughs> so we had a few <laughs> it was so it was initially me rosie and andy and then we were joined by adam sully brooke uh and dom as well that so was a fun little time it what was nice party. yeah it was, a, it was a fun little time we we're all sitting outside um with like the space heaters and stuff outside the pub and uh yeah, it, it got to a point where everyone had kind of finished their drinks and we were kind of like getting our stuff, standing up. We were just waiting for Dom to come out the toilet um, uh, to get his stuff so we could go. And he came out with another drink and we were like, Dom, why did you buy another drink? And he was like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize that we were all done. I thought I thought we were staying a bit longer. And everyone kind of looked at each other. I was like, and I guess everyone's getting another drink then. So then we all sat back down and got another drink. Um, yeah, so... And I, I drank on an empty stomach as well, which is always a bad idea. So, yeah. You were lightweight, Pete. I sure am, dude. I don't know if you've noticed this about me. I'm not a small. I'm not. I'm not a small man. I am a small man. I'm not a tall man. I'm not a wide man. I'm. I'm. I'm a small boy. And yeah, I'm a little bit of a lightweight. Yeah, a little bit. Well, at least that's a cheaper way to live. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's also nice when people are buying rounds. So I only ended up buying, I think, I think I drank four, five pints, one of the two. Um, but I think I bought three because I just bought like a little, little round. So that's okay. You know, net profit, net gains. That's what we like to see. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what did you get up to yesterday, Tempest? Because I've just talked about me for the whole time. <laughs> I watched NXT. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. What what else am I supposed to do, Pete? Mm. My 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 work day starts at eight PM my time and goes till mm -hmm. two AM my time. Yeah. Not not a whole lot to do on a Tuesday night for, for young Tempest. Mm. It's unfortunate. Sorry yeah. to bring the mood down. No, it's it's fine. It's just it's NXT, isn't it? It's it just... is. It'd be right if it was like it. I don't know, dynamite or something. But mm -hmm. it's NXT in it. Anyway, we should probably talk about the show. Let's get into it. We're gonna be talking about Dolph Ziggler on NXT. Mr. Ziggles. Mr. Ziggles himself. Here's the show.
He's here to show the world. He's here to show the world. It's, it's Dolph Ziggler. What'd you, what, what'd you catch? He, I don't know. Another Shellos. He's here to show the world his Pokemon. Nice. That's almost like a... Nope. My brain's not working today. Welcome oh, to the WrestleTalk podcast review of NXT 2.0. I am Chopper Pico, your jam that champion. Without his championship, thank you, Adam. I'll be explaining that, I guess, in a little bit again, even though I already did it on the intro for the audio listeners, because I want to justify why I don't have the championship on my shoulder right now. And I'm joined, as always, by my intangible co-host, Tempest. Hi, Tempest. Oh, that's me. Um, So I don't have the championship on my shoulder because I left it in the office yesterday because I was under the impression that I was going to be going back to the office today to go record the NXT podcast in the brand new studio, right? But I was speaking to Adam yesterday in the pub last night, and he was saying, Ugh, uh, we're going to be recording stuff from 10 until 2, and I'll be honest, we probably won't be finishing at 2, so we might be finishing later. We might not even be, fi be finished by 3. And if you guys are checking the clock right now and you're in the UK, it's already past 3. So them going in the studio past 3 o'clock would be no bueno for me. So instead I was like, that's fine. I'll just do NXT podcast from home because it's going to be a remote podcast with Tempest anyway. We'll just do it from home. So then... I left the championship in the office and then I went home. So now I don't have the championship. And that's sad. World just doesn't want you to have that belt. No, Sorry, it really pal. doesn't. No, also, you're I'm not just... allowed to have that belt. No, it it's awful. Um, also, I am somehow still a little bit hungover, which I just don't understand how it's 3 p.m. Come on. I feel old. Um, anyway, send in your thoughts and feelings about this show to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Get in your ultra chats. Um, and uh, we'll go through all the ones that are five US bucks. And up by the time the show goes off the air, we're going to start talking about Dolph Ziggler, who you might be surprised to hear was on NXT this week. Uh, there was a, a contract summit. Is that what they called it? It wasn't like a contract signing. They called it something new, different, didn't a they? A championship summit, I think. Yeah, maybe? something like that, right? It's a contract. Uh, That's all it was. Uh, and it was Bron Breaker and Santos Escobar because they're going to be facing it at uh, Vengeance Day. Um, and they, they did some decent promise back and forth. It was Bron Breaker being his usual fired up self, just being like, I want to fight. Let's fight. Can we fight? Let's do it. And Santos Escobar being like, no, we do things on my time. I'm, I'm not going to buy into this, uh, which was fine. Um, Dolph Ziggler then came out, which I was surprised at. Because I didn't know anything about they had some sort of Twitter beef or Dolph Ziggler teasing any sort of NXT appearance or anything along those lines. I was like, why the hell is Dolph Ziggler here? This makes no sense. Um, but apparently they've had some sort of social media rivalry. Yep. Cool. That's good. Can confirm. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Dolph Ziggler cut a, I'd say a lengthy promo is what I'd call it. Um, saying that out of 100 matches, 99 don't go my way. I was like... Way to put yourself weird. over, Dolph. So that's a weird statement to make, Ziggler, if you're looking to go for the NXT Championship. I'll be honest, I mate. lose all my matches, but you should but, still care about me. Yeah, I lose all my matches all the time, but I'm really good, so, it's, you know. I don't want to get this off on a, on a negative on a negative note, because I did think that this whole thing was intriguing. Mm -hmm. Dolph Ziggler's just got the worst character. I yeah. lose all the time, but I'm really good, guys. Yeah. I'm the in show stealer. In kayfabe, if you lose, you're not a good wrestler. No. No. 
Anyway, yeah. go on. Very stupid, but whatever. Um, yeah, he said, out of, out of 100 matches, 99 don't go my way, but we all know what I can do. I'm like, what's that, lose? Like, <laughs> like what? Um, the crowd then chant for a triple threat. Uh, out comes Tommaso Ciampa. The crowd chant for a fatal four-way. Uh, but instead, Ciampa just gets in Dolph Ziggler's face. And then Ciampa and Ziggler have a brawl. Uh, Bron Breaker and Santos Escobar have a brawl. Bron Breaker ends up going through the table. Um, and I thought it was good, if a bit long. That's that. That was my 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 closing statements. Was it was good? It was added a little extra layer to the NXT Championship picture with the inclusion of Ziggler, Champa still floating around, and Santos. I think they all of them kind of interacted well, and any future stories that can arc off from here seem a bit more natural. Um, good, if a bit long. Yeah, I would agree. I think that. Like, the second that I thought, mm, this is going a bit long, is right when they started wrapping it up. So I was like, okay. You yeah. know? It was like, as soon as Dolph Ziggler and Tommaso Ciampa really started making it about them too, I was just like, I feel like we've gotten away from the point of all this. And that's mm-hmm. exactly when Santos Escobar was like, ah, what is all this? This is my yeah. segment. I'm Santos Escobar, and I'm going to beat that guy. I'm going to take that belt. And I was like, okay, good good, good job, Santos. You've, you've brought it all back around. So... I agree. It was maybe a little bit long, but I thought this was one of the more intriguing segments that they've done. I don't even know how long, you know, I wasn't expecting Dolph Ziggler to show up in NXT. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I think that Dolph Ziggler showing up in NXT would have been a lot more interesting like five years ago, but I could say that about everyone that shows up in NXT these days. You know, it's just, this show is not good. This show is not that interesting, you know? So it's it is what it is but like hey it's something for Dolph Ziggler to do and Dolph Ziggler hasn't been interesting in like five years so mm-hmm. that's a step up for him it's yeah. a step up for for just NXT in general because I think TV time with this whole dynamic going on right now is more intriguing than whatever else they would put on TV most weeks so I don't really have uh, any complaints about all that I think yeah. we're gonna get Dolph Ziggler and Tommaso Ciampa at some point soon that should be a good match i would think i'd hope I so i think yeah. that would be a good match and then at some point we're gonna get braun breaker and dolph ziggler and i hope dolph ziggler uh <laughs> i hope braun breaker and dolph ziggler i hope dolph ziggler shows up you know he can like, take hope... some very good bumps for breaker yeah i hope dolph ziggler shows up and is really motivated to be like mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to show people that I that they've been wrong about me forever. Because, like, you know, he cuts that same promo, like, every time he comes back and is like, oh, it should have been me. Uh, I never got my shot. And then he goes mm-hmm. out and has like a three-star match with, with Kofi Kingston or, like, a two-and-a-half-star yeah. match with Dean Ambrose. And it's like, well, see, maybe they're not wrong to not choose you in that case. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that he will go out and then actually show up and show the world and have, like, a four-and-a-half-star match. Happens, yeah. every, like, Every once in a while, but it's still, it, it will happen. I just hope that this is one of those times where he's like, you know what? Put my working gloves on, my working mm-hmm. boots on. I'm going to go out there and I'm actually going to steal the show. If that yeah. happens, awesome. Super excited. I'll, I'll kind of believe it when I see it, but mm-hmm. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I just want to very quickly point out as well from uh, Ryan Armin in the chat that said, uh, that means Ziggler will beat Champa to build towards a title match. So firstly, I have a couple of thoughts about this. That's not necessarily true because Ziggler could lose and then just go, oh, I want a title shot. Then Brombeck can go, okay. And it would be rubbish, but they could it's, still totally yeah. do that. It's um, NXT. It doesn't have to make sense. 
alternatively, something that I think might actually be half decent is if Ziggler, I don't know, maybe if Ziggler's interfering in the Santos match or whatever, Bron Breaker tries to get back at Ziggler, tries to interfere in his match to help Champa, but ends up costing Champa. So then you continue the dissension between Breaker and Champa, and also it gives Ziggler a win to have Breaker versus Ziggler. It's, I don't like distraction finishes anyway, but if they're going to do that kind of thing to give Ziggler a win, I think that's a half decent way to do it because it just furthers the tension between everybody. Could be okay. Yeah. I think so. I think there's definitely things that you can do here. You know, like I, there were a lot of people chanting triple threat, people chanting fatal four way. I'm just like, I don't like any of those ideas. You know, just in general, I don't typically like those three way, four way matches when I could just have singles matches. I think it's a lot mm -hmm. easier to tell us a more confined story in a singles match than in any of these other matches. And it just, it gives you more matches for a longer period of time. You don't need to burn through all the challengers in one match. If you put them all in a fatal four way or something, because you can do this then you can do Braun and Dolph and then you can do Braun and Champa the third time. And those that's like months and months of storytelling and big matches that you can build towards. I don't want to see it all blown off at once. So I think they've got, they've got options here. And Honestly, those three matches, Braun Santos, Braun and Dolph, and Braun and Champa, I'm intrigued about all of them. So we don't need to rush for this one. It's not like we got to get through Santos Escobar and Zion Quinn to get to something interesting. Like, no, this is the something interesting. So take your time, tell a story, and do a good job. Yep. Um, I do wish, though, if they are going to include more main roster people, I think AJ Styles was a great shout to include on NXT because he's mm -hmm. someone who is somewhat important on the main roster, you know, would have been better if he hadn't just lost to Omos the week prior, but someone important on the roster who's decently, not necessarily protected, but someone who they sort of care about a bit to show sure. up in NXT and put in a good match was great. Ziggler hasn't been featured in what feels like a decade at this point. Like, yep. it's, I, I, I'm sure he's going to put on a good match and I'm, because we know he can have a good match, right? He is capable of having a good match. So I hope he's going to do something good and, and you know, put over. He's a good good guy to take bumps for, like, Braun Breaker, for example. But I don't know if I care that much that Ziggler's shown up on NXT, you know, because I don't really care about him on the main roster because they haven't made me care about him on the main roster for years and years and years and years and years. So at this point, it's like he shows him and goes, oh, it's Dolph, okay. Rather than, oh, wow, it's Dolph on NXT. That's crazy. You know, I just don't, I don't have that connection. That I feel like I should when a main roster star comes down to NXT. But yeah. that's probably a, that's probably a nitpick. But. I agree. I think the, the, the good thing about this is Dolph Ziggler can be beat by the NXT stars. That's fair. You know, the problem that I had with the whole AJ Styles thing that, and I, I don't want to bury our fans. And if and if this doesn't apply to you, I'm not talking about you, so don't get offended or anything. But that whole AJ Styles thing where we was like, what was really the point of AJ Styles coming down? A lot of people, to me, show that they don't really understand pretty basic wrestling things where mm -hmm. you want to get the other guy over and just beating him super-duper clean in like a decent match is not putting him over. I think a lot of people was like, Grayson Waller looks so great for losing to AJ Styles, and now he's going to face LA Knight? What's not to love? Well, a lot. I think Dolph Ziggler going down there is okay because you can have him go up against Braun Breaker and lose mm -hmm. and put over the NXT star. 
he can go and be treated like a bigger star for sure. You know, it's not like I don't think Dolph Ziggler is going to come in here and be beaten in two minutes and like three TV matches leading up to this title match. But you can have him lose. He doesn't need to be protected in the same way that AJ Styles is protected. Uh, protected. So I think you have that benefit involved where you can take a lesser main roster star, have him be on TV. He's got the some name value, some recognition value for casual fans, I suppose. And then have him go into your program with your top star and have him lose. I think that is perfectly fine. And I don't know if he's going to do anything else after that. But you can do that and have him go back to the main roster where he won't be relevant again for another five years. Yeah, totally. Um, also, Tempest, in your in your edited review, I'd just like to call you out for a second. Because uh, in your uh, edited review, you said that it was Dolph Ziggler's NXT debut when um, actually he faced Rusev on NXT. Mm. Several I'll be years honest, ago, I so. never watched NXT before that. So <laughs> yeah. That was a period of NXT yeah. that I did not know about. So, yeah. Oh well. Hey, I, think that, I think that was Rusev's. I think that was Rusev's debut match in NXT as he faced Dolph Ziggler, and he had like a plank of wood that said Ziggler on it, and then he snapped it over his leg, and then he killed him. It was great. Nice. Yeah, it was good fun. I remember Rusev? Rusev was good. Great. Old Rusev. Uh, but more importantly, we've been talking Alexander a lot about NXT. Rusev. We've been talking a lot about NXT so far, Tempest. But really, we should be talking about the breaking news in the chat that Tashiro San just caught a shiny piplup. I mean, craziness. Hot damn. Congratulations. Only the cool kids with shiny Pokemon get to come to this, sit at this table. Absolutely. I've got a shiny weasel. And also, we are continuing the bit that we had on the SmackDown podcast. When we say something positive about WWE, we get to catch a Pokemon on Legends Arceus. And I feel like. From the fairly positive stuff that we said, we can catch two, right? There was there was enough positivity and then we can catch two each, right? Right? Sure. Let's right? do it. Yeah, this good, one's running right. away from me, but I'll we're catch doing... it. Yeah, there's we're catching. catching Pokemans. We're this catching Pokemans the Pokemans. Right. Oh, I got one right there. There's another shell. Uh, there's a... there what are you, go. there's a Luxio? Oh, where are you? Oh, that tree's um, shaking. That tree is shaking. Look. Let's let's see what's in the tree. It's probably another Burmy. Come on, Luxio. It is another Burmy. I wish, I wish oh, yeah. more varied Pokemon would like appear in these things. You know, like I've been, I've been breaking open the rocks, and all I've ever found is Geodudes and Gravelers, and I was like, yeah, oh, I don't, I don't, that, I don't yeah. really care about breaking open Which the things anymore. Um, right, but Burmy, in, that's two for me. In uh, in what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna catch one because I just caught a Luxio, but I'm actually just gonna evolve my Hippopotas instead because it just got to the level Hippopotas. to evolve. Hippopotas. 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 Hippo. Hippopotas. 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 Hip. How do you pronounce it, chat? <laughs> yeah, let's ask the people who can only communicate through text to, to yep. pronounce things for us. Yeah, that's the one. Hippopotas. Hippopotas. But now it's not that anymore because now it's a hippodon. <laughs> it's a hippodon. Hippopotabadabada. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love him. Yep, that's the guy. I love him. He's the best. Uh 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let's do okay. some ultra chats, should we? Yeah. Pokemans. Pokemans. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Um, what is going on with this text? I have no idea. Why is it green, green, yellow, red? Is that a, is that a flag or something? I'm trying to figure it out. On the ultra chat document, NXT, the letter N is green, the X is yellow, and the T is red. For Explain moderator yourself. Rob. I, Explain yourself. What's going on? What's going on, Rob? Trenton Brown said, uh, I feel something's gone horribly wrong in NXT when Dolph Ziggler is one of the most interesting talking points. Sorry, just haven't cared about the guy since, what was the Survivor Series when Sting debuted? That was 2014. It was indeed. That's about the last time he was super relevant. Maybe his match with The Miz, where he had a really mm-hmm. good match, put his career on the line, and then lost the yep. title back to him like a month later. You geek. I was so pissed off when that happened. Yeah, man. You know, because... Not only that, but the next pay-per-view after that was Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And they were doing the broad SmackDown blah, blah, blah stuff. And the match was going to be uh, uh, the Intercontinental title match. was going to be like Dolph Ziggler against Sami Zayn. And mm-hmm. I was like, that sounds like it would be fun. You know, that sounds like a solid little match. And then he lost to The Miz like on the Friday before Survivor Series. And it changed to Sami Zayn versus The Miz. And you know what? It sucked. A nothing match with a dumb finish. Yep. Like, why? Why even have? Why even have Dolph Ziggler win? Why couldn't he just lose and go be a coach or something? 
Yeah, it's also possible. Yeah. Uh, the explanation we've got from Rob, by the way, is that it's just colorful. It is. It is colorful. Yep, it's technically correct. Um, Lakshmi Narasimhanbi said, uh, "As soon as the weaponized cage match was announced, am I the only one who got Ambrose Asylum flashbacks? Also, mm. can someone explain to WWE how a restraining order works? Also, Ambrose Asylum hashtag jam that jam." Yes, I also oh. immediately thought of Ambrose Asylum. I thought of the Clockwork House of Orange match from TNA. I didn't because I haven't seen that. Yeah. Never bring up the Ambrose Asylum match to Chris Jericho. Ever. So that match was goddamn awful. And he's like, no, it's actually great. It's, it's great. He's everything well, I do. Was is it? Great. No, it wasn't. And he's like, uh, well, sit down, Mark. So let me explain to you how this works. And then just explains it wrong. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't make it good. It's subjective. It's bad. Oh, what a fool that, that Chris Jericho is. What yeah. a fool. This is, fool uh, I don't want to get into the whole kit and caboodle about it. Mm. He really doesn't understand how thumbtacks work. He's like, oh, we got to put the thumbtacks over. It's like, no, you fool. Use the thumbtacks to get someone over. <laughs> thumbtacks aren't on TV every week. Oh, very good. Um, Riot DR said, so Sanger came before Veer, and I'm quite whelmed. 2.0 has no idea how credit card fraud and restraining orders work. Speaking of things that have nothing to do with this, I'm thinking of Mind Legends Arceus. Please pitch it to me. LIW444 Life. Uh, is us not enjoying the game enough for you? Like, we catch the Pokemans on the podcast. Surely that's you can see how much fun we're having. Genuinely, it is probably the best Pokemon game since. Yep. Black and white? <laughs> yep. Maybe Genuinely might that? be the best Pokemon game ever. It's because it's weird, because like Pokemon games before, like red and blue, gold and silver, whatever, you could say, like, oh, those are perfect games. They got like 10 mm -hmm. out of 10 and IGN and sure, stuff yeah. like that. They got really high ratings and such. So this one's not as polished as those mm -hmm. games were at the time. Yes. But there's more game to these ones. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's more. It's if you want open world Pokemon, this is the game. And they do that well enough where it doesn't need to be perfect. But it's really good. I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's very distracting sitting on my lap. I know, legit, it's sitting right there, and I'm like, I just want to play it. Let's get into talking about the rest of this episode of NXT, which kicked off with Mandy Rose doing a promo in a video package. All right. Whoa. Cool. Cool. But then... Nothing to say about it. <laughs> no, li literally zero. But then... We've got a match, Tempest. We've got the next match in the Dusty Classic. We've got the Kree Brothers versus Grizzly Young Veterans. I love this match. Where did this come from? This was great. It doesn't surprise me too much. I thought the the setting up of this mat, this tournament, this bracket was a little bit odd because you had a double heel match on this side and a double babyface match on the other side. And I guess it kind of worked out given how they wanted things to play out. 
You know, you, they didn't want to have MSK and Grizzle Jung vets in the same side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. They didn't want, you know, the Idris and Anofe and the Creed brothers on the same side of a bracket, I guess. But I think that might have worked better for the crowd reactions for the second match. Because I don't think the babyface, babyface element really helped that one. I don't mm-hmm. think it hurt this one as much. None. Because I think the people just got behind the Creed brothers. And yeah. the Creed brothers were goddamn awesome in this match yeah and so there's lots to cheer for they, they slotted into the babyface role much easier and i think that diamond mine have already been kind of positioned in a more of a babyface light recently anyway with mm-hmm. like you know roddy strong going against walter and stuff like that so they've already been a bit more babyfacey anyway so it was just a natural slot and yeah they 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 thrived in that role i think oh this this match was so much fun Mm. match was so much fun the creed brothers are they have so much like explosive power and energy like that Mm. shooter amateur wrestling like ah, big explosive suplex type power i love that kind of style of wrestling because it just translates so well you just get the big meaty men slapping meat every once in a while once you get people that are talented and can make it work it really works that and i really enjoyed the finish of all this there are just so many elements of all this you know and i thought there was one spot where the referee stopped his count because James Drake's foot was under the bottom rope. And most of the time, these sort of things, like when it's a shoot and it's like, oh, get your foot out from it, like kills the pacing of the spot and everything. I think it helped this spot in this case because it was literally like that was their shot. That was like the closest they got to winning. And if they hadn't had that one second, it's like, get your foot out from under the rope. They probably could have won. The mm-hmm. commentary didn't really put that over as much. And they probably should have, but I thought this match just really had a nice flow. I have kind of given up hope on ever seeing Grizzle Junk Vets as tag champions at this point. Yeah. I just don't think it's ever going to happen. So if you're going to put over a new team, I'm glad to see that the Creed Brothers were the new team that's getting a bit of a rub. I think that's awesome. I'm looking forward to them in MSK very much. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't mind Grizzle Junk Vets losing here. As much as I love them, I'd, I'd love to see them as tag champions. They put on a really competitive match. It was a good match. And they they weren't chumps in defeat. Like, yeah. they didn't, you know, they, they didn't look like idiots, which they have been in the last couple months. Yeah. So, that's always good. Um, so, yeah, really, really enjoyed this match. Great start to, to this episode, I thought. Tempest. That, that was positive. That was very positive. It helps when this was a half-decent episode of NXT. Because that, right. that was a damn good opening match. Damn sure. good. So, time to catch another Pokemon. Pokemans. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna start oh, running there's... to a different section because I don't. Abras and and Kadabras and stuff is gonna be very hard for me to catch. So I'm just gonna run somewhere yeah. else. Ooh, Drift oh Beans. man. The, okay. The first, the first time that I tried to to catch one of them, um, whatever, whatever you call them, uh, Abras. That's the one. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's I was the, just I was losing my mind the entire time. I was I was just like, <laughs> just stop. Hold still, please. <laughs> oh. Oh my god, that Star Ravia like killed me. <laughs> Holy smokes. All right. Ugh, all right. I don't want to spoil things, but I was very uh very happy to see my Typhlosion when it evolved. Yeah. I was like, yeah, cool. Look at him. It's pretty good, isn't it? Looking all cool and stuff. Well, I am doing poorly. Oh I keep... the Pokemon keeps spotting me, so then I just keep like not being able to chuck the balls at them why are you not a pokemon master pete i i i'm sorry i can only have so many titles and i've got the jam that championship all right you need the title of pokemon master 
I caught a Zubat. There you go. I did it. I, I caught a thing. Right. All right. Continue with the next segment. This Staravia is being uh, stubborn. Okay. All right. Next segment. Cora Jade is backstage saying that she won the respect of Raquel Gonzalez. And then she gets run down by Valentina Feroz and the other one. I forget her name. Ulisa Leon. Thank you. Uh, and they start talking Spanish, but then Raquel comes in and talks Spanish back. And I can't remember what they said. I picked up a bit of it. Thanks, A-level Spanish. But At one at one point, they called Cora Jade a dog, I think. Mm-hmm. I heard Sounds Carol right. in there. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. And... I didn't get a whole lot else of all of this. Yeah. God, the Staravia is being a bitch. <laughs> um, and then she said, "You, you can't, uh, you can't call her mi amor. Only I get to call you that." Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, after that, I have nothing to say about that. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Wendy Chu. Oh. You know how she took the uh, yeah. credit card from Tiffany Stratton last week. I'm aware. She went yeah. on a she went on a shopping spree with her card. I don't know if WWE needs to be made aware of this, but that's illegal. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. They're dumb. Very I'm convinced stupid. that the people that write this show have like never gone outside. Mm. Like they don't know what credit card fraud is. You'd they think don't they know would. That's what evolving a restraining money. order is. That's yeah. the thing they like. Uh, it doesn't Crazy. make sense. It doesn't make yeah. sense. And it yeah. it feels nitpicky, but these are the things that were like, well, I just this, this is a fake fake show. I and can't it's a, suspend my disbelief at all. Oh, I think you I can't buy it. into the I character. You can't buy into the story. Yeah, because it's stupid. The premise is flawed. Like not even just for God's sake, she comes in in a friggin' onesie. Am I to believe that this woman's just been walking around Target in a onesie? Sorry. I can't. I can't do these stupid characters. It's one thing if you've got the Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs that are just, America, we're going to go and cook some steaks. We're going to go to the bar. Sure. You're a hillbilly who also wrestles. That's, that's fine. That at least is a person that exists. You know, same thing with like Andre Chase. It doesn't make sense, but if you want to wear like a sweater vest and and everything and go and wrestle, whatever. I can't, I can't buy the chick in the onesie walking into the building in a onesie. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not real people, and I can't, <laughs> I can't watch this show about these fake ass people. Yeah. Um. So. <sighs> She said that she spent all the money on the credit card and then uh, and then it got cancelled. After she spent a bunch of money on it, it got cancelled. Which means that Tiffany Stratton cancelled the credit card. Just want to want to make sure we're all clear on the facts here. A week later, they're walking in with the bags. Walking in with the bags, they so they've only just gone shopping. They yeah. waited a week to have the shopping spree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they went and had it. Walked in, and then they said, oh, I've cancelled the credit card, right? So then it's Wendy Chu versus Tiffany Stratton in a match. Premise yeah. is fine. Tiffany Stratton is upset about a thing. Fine. Start of the match, Tiffany Stratton starts asking for the card back. 
Why? <laughs> cancelled it! You have cancelled this card! Why do you want it back? Uh... <laughs> this show is very stupid, Tempest. Really um, dumb. I noticed in this match in particular as well, and apparently this was a thing. I didn't realize this was a thing until after the show, right? I said, what is going on with the camera work in this match? They're missing, like, a lot of the action. Like, it feels more shaky than normal. They're missing a few of the spots. Like, they got, like, I don't know, like, uh, they, do they basically have, like, like trainees doing it? Are they experimenting with new people on the cameras? Or something's going on with these cameras. Like, they're missing a sure. lot. This feels really weird. Turns out they had camera people in the ring during, oh, during NXT. No. Which is a new thing they were trying. Which... Did not make for better shots, and also it's probably dangerous because there's wrestlers in there that are wrestling. So you yeah, know, let's, let's just put a cameraman in the octagon during a UFC fight too, and see <laughs> how it goes. Shit, right? Let's put the cameraman on the on the ice during the NHL game. We'll get better shots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, God. obviously. Nothing they, they did shots like that during the Randy Orton Edge match when they were like mm -hmm. editing the match. Yeah. And I hated it then too. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh which is like nothing bad happened in this on this episode. But I feel like it's a matter of time before yeah. if they keep doing it, I feel like it's a matter of time before something happens. Some cameraman's gonna get clocked or someone's head is going to accidentally bounce off the camera, or something will happen, right? You're just going to get tripped up, and it's going to ruin a spot, and you're just going to be like, well, why did you try it? Yeah. You could, you could instead of standing in the corner, stand on the apron. Mm. You could do that. It's still wonky, but, you know, if you stand on the apron and shoot, that's that's closer to being okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it didn't look good anyway. Like they missed a lot of the action and all that stuff with this camera. It was a bit there weird. Were a lot of people um, complaining about the camera work in this match in particular. Mm, yeah. Um, Tiffany won in the end with like a like a twisting Vader bomb kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Vader bomb. Yeah, that was all right. Did you know? Not not throwing shade at WrestleTalk.com or anything, but the WrestleTalk.com article about this was Tiffany Stratton unveils awesome new finisher on NXT, and I was like, was it? <laughs> I know that's subjective. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what? Was it? I thought it was a, uh, but it was all right." Got to get them clicks. Yeah. Um. Uh. Draco Anthony then had a promo. Joe Gacy was also there, and then Pete Dunn had a promo, and then Draco Anthony was also there. Pete and Dunn. Pete Dunn versus Draco Anthony. <laughs> Draco is like. Hey man, you you got your beef with Tony D'Angelo? I'm really excited to share the ring with you tonight. Put her there. Pete Dunn's like, Pfft. walked away. I was like, okay, I got your Pete Dunn, but like, dick, dick. What a, what a dickhead! Why am I gonna cheer for you now? Is it just because you're Pete Dunn, your biggest no. star? Which like, fair enough, I will. But come on, man, Draco Anthony seems like a nice dude. Yeah, he does. With Riddle, Riddle's a knob. This guy's just respectful. Yeah. Crazy. Pete Dunn still has the cricket bat. Not a fan. You're um, British, aren't you? I think it looks pretty stupid. Uh, but the match itself, pretty competitive stuff. Quite enjoyed it. Pete Dunn, Draco Anthony. Draco Anthony got a lot more <laughs> you know, than the time he lost the other time. 
and was like a big Draco Anthony debut, and then he lost in like a couple minutes. That that was fun. Um, but Tony D'Angelo tries to interfere in the finish, fails. Um, Pete Dunne saw the crowbar coming, and then uh, managed to get the win. And then uh, Tony D'Angelo tried to attack him after the match. Pete Dunne then still didn't fall for that. Snapped the fingers, got a bunch of weapons out from under the ring, chucked them all in. And despite there being chairs and kendo sticks and all the, the toolbox and everything that he threw into the ring, he picks up the cricket bat again. And I was like, God damn it, Pete Dunne, come on. Um, and then says it's going to be a weaponized steel cage match. Extreme. Um, it's. I hope it's good. I feel like it's going to be bad. Uh, yeah, maybe. Depends how crazy overboard they go with everything. I mean, if anything will spruce up a cage match in WWE, you know. So it's like if they give them more to do as opposed to just eh, throw you into this side of the cage, throw you into this side of the cage. Cool. That yep. is slightly more interesting. I still, my expectations for WWE cage matches are very low. Mm -hmm. I don't think anything can really rescue them from the depths that they've sunk, but I think it might help. I don't yeah, know how much, maybe. but we'll see. We'll find out. Uh, Dakota Kai then went through Wendy Chu's things. I have nothing to say about that. Um, and then we had Sanga versus L.A. Knight. Sanga of the Thunder. There it is. Yep. I I wish, I think the Yu-Gi-Oh card shop that I would frequent has like shut down mm. over the last few years. That's I want to go and just be like, let me just flip through here. Let me find Sanga of the Thunder so I can just like have that. Just be like, yeah, Sanga of the Thunder. This is the Gate Guardian. <laughs> So this match wasn't great. I'll be honest. Mm. I thought it was mostly fine. The finish was bad. Yeah. It was really poorly done. Um, I think that the spot in theory was fine. The execution was quite poor uh, because Grayson Waller took off the, uh, the turnbuckle pad. So it was an exposed turnbuckle, and it was going to be the simple spot of Sanger charging to the corner. LA Knight moves out the way. Sanger takes a, a head bump on the exposed turnbuckle. Oh, no. Then a neck breaker from LA Knight. One, two, three. LA Knight wins. But what actually happened was he had the exposed turnbuckle. LA Knight dodged, and Sanger didn't hit the exposed turnbuckle. He just kind of went like, oh, near it. And like part of his chest hit it. And then his head went over, and it was like halfway between the exposed time buckle and the post. So it didn't hit yeah. either of them. He hit so like the like... little beam thingy that connects the post with the, the ropes. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't even hit that. It was like above that little beam thing as well. So it was like, wow, that looked pretty bad. And then the neck breaker happened, and then his shoulder wasn't even down for the pin. So it was just... It's just not, not his day, I guess. <laughs> no, and... I don't want to. I don't want to be cruel. I'm sure he's a nice man, hmm. but and I don't. I don't remember if this got reported. So this this might be breaking news. I don't remember if this got reported or not. But I was told that Sanga was taken off TV because he was like terrible. Right. When Indushir was like 
gonna be a thing. They attacked Riddle and they were with Malcolm Bivens. I think mm-hmm. they may have had like one match with Jinder Mahal at like the Superstar Spectacular, whatever sure. they did. Yeah, like a year and a half ago, a little more than a year ago, he was taken off TV because he was like unwatchably bad. Mm-hmm. So my expectations for this dude are low, like as low as can be. And I don't want to just like hit him while he's down, but. That's a really simple finish. You bonk your head and you fall down. Yep. And he couldn't do that. Yeah. Again, it's his first match on TV. Maybe he'll get better. Yeah. But we're starting from like less than square one. Yeah, pretty much. Um, After the match as well, following the 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 train of wwe not understanding how things work um the restraining order that grayson waller has on la night is very stupid because grayson waller willingly breaks that restraining order all the time was getting physically involved in this match and all sorts of stuff right so <laughs> after the match he goes to attack la night la night beats him up afterwards and the commentary team are playing it up of he beat Sanger, therefore the restraining order's been lifted, which was not the stipulation. Was and they were like, oh, it restra- was. Restra- uh, no, because Grayson Waller said he might consider lifting it if he beat Sanger, was what it was, oh, right? So then the, uh, God, I can't remember his name. Is it Vic Joseph? Is he the yeah. babyface commentator? Sure. Yeah. He was like, oh, restraining order be damned, which is never a thing you should say. Just going to throw <laughs> it out there. No, it's not a great phrase. Um, restraining order be damned. He beats Sanger. That means he can he can do what he wants. And Way Barrett was the voice of reason. Be like, uh, no, that's not what he said. He said he he might consider lifting it. So that restraining order is very much still intact. Um, and then Grayson Waller later cut a promo, being like, LA Knight's going to get arrested next week because he violated that restraining order. It's like that's not how it works. <laughs> just, it's so exhausting. Like I can't <laughs> deal with this stupidity anymore. You know, like, just have a stupid wrestling stipulation to say that you can't touch him unless he touches you first. It's stupid. It's wrestling. But I can handle that. Mm-hmm. I can't handle him being like, oh, I got a restraining order against you. I'm going to get all up in your face and I'm going to hit you. But you can't touch me because I have a restraining order against you. No one in NXT knows what a restraining order is. No. And it, like, I can't. Handle it. If they were just going to get rid of the stipulation and be like, oh, he beat Sanga, now they're going to set up the match, whatever. Fine, the restraining order thing was stupid. But now he's like, I'm going to get him arrested, even though I was 10 feet away from him messing up his match. Actually piss off. Yeah. Like, I can't handle the storytelling on this show because no one has a goddamn clue. Ah, I feel like I need to start releasing Pokemon because of how bad this was. (laughs) Uh, anyway, I I I then read my next note. <laughs> I didn't read my notes back. My next note is just Duke Hudson. That's it. That's, That's all, all I wrote about this. <laughs> I don't remember a word he said. Duke Hudson was just <laughs> here. Oh. I think he said something about Indy Hartwell. I want to say. Yeah. Did I? I, I forget a lot of these shows after they happen, I'll be honest. Yeah. And I think at some point they did some, like, hey, Australians, 
Remember? Remember when we mm-hmm. were in Australia? Hey, we're yep. both attractive. Let's do something. And now the toxic attraction are like, oh, she's she's cheating on Dexter Loomis with Duke Hudson or whatever, which I sure. don't care about. But what about Dante Chen? Give me Dante he, Chen. The he, one he character in all Dante this. Chen, didn't he, he mentioned him. He mentioned him. Sure. Yep. Let's have him be the one that's on TV cutting a promo about this big Duke Hudson fellow that ruined his match that he had dedicated to his father and he's going to get revenge on duke hudson for for doing such terrible things yep that's the wrestling i want to see mm-hmm. uh we then had the the contract summit championship summit signing contract signing tables um which we already spoke about kaylee ray did a promo uh, then we had the Grayson Warner thing that I mentioned, saying Ellen is going to get arrested next week. Then we had Saray versus Dakota Kai. And mm-hmm. I wrote my first note for this match was who or what is Dakota Kai? And we got the slightest clue. <laughs> I could not tell you what her character is. I do not have the faintest idea what is happening with her. Can someone Don't please know. explain? And don't just say she's unhinged, because that does not cover it. She's hearing voices in her head. They, they talk, talk to, to her. her. They no, they counsel her. her. They understand. They talk to her. <laughs> you know, one of my friends for a long time, like when we were like really young, like eleven mm-hmm. or twelve, thought that the line was he hears horses in his head. <laughs> So now if we're watching a, a WWE show and Randy Orton come out, we're just like, nay. I don't <laughs> know why watching, it's buddy. me so much. I hear horses in my head. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. <clears throat> oh, very good. Um, Saray so won this match, by the way. It was all right. I'd prefer she win than not. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. I think this is the right result. Um, the match was fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing too special, but it was good. I don't know why Dakota Kai is still in NXT. Not a clue. She's been here forever, and she's not doing yeah. anything. She just pops up in random segments to be like, oh, watch out, MSK. Watch out for the Dusty Cup. And then she goes through Wendy Chu's shopping. Like, what are you doing? What's Look happening? Little gremlin just running around backstage <laughs> in NXT. He's like going through people's stuff. <laughs> she would get kicked out of the building. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Indy Hartwell says that she knows Duke Hudson or whatever. There was a picture of them or whatever. And they brawl with Toxic Attraction. Sure. Um, Brooks Jensen doesn't know how to speak to women. Oh, my God. This virgin loser. And then he he give, he's like, here, take them to the movies. Just skip skip ahead. He walks up to Casey Catanzaro and Katie Carter, and he just think, uh, think, can can we all do something for Valentine's Day? And they're like, oh sure, let's all go. The more the merrier. And he's like, oh idiot, it was supposed to be a day for you. He's like, oh I messed up my words. Here, take them to the movies. Here's eight dollars. What? I'm not made of money. You're supposed to be a wrestling star. Why are you a broke ass bitch? <laughs> I didn't even think of that. You got a contract to NXT. Why are you a broke-ass bitch that can't talk to women? Yeah. Oh. Lord. I just... Goodness me. 
it, the thing is, you can have like an awkward romance be cute. Sure. It's, it's, it's a trope for a reason in media, right? To have like an awkward, well, they want their relationship or whatever. This is not it. <laughs> this is not an example of that. This is just him looking like an idiot. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. We then had MSK versus Malik Blade and Idris Enofe. Uh I thought this match was good. I do agree with you, though, that it wasn't as good as the opening match. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, yeah, the dynamic was a little bit off because people didn't know who to cheer for or whatever. Um, I think Babyface versus Babyface can work, but both mm-hmm. sides have to be equally as, like, over. And people just want to see these guys, like, fight, you know? Whereas this kind of didn't have that kind of, like, raw emotion in it. So it was just like, ah, oh, I like these guys, and I like these guys, but oh, I don't know who to root for here. So they didn't really root for anyone rather than both. Yeah, and not only that, but sometimes you need like both, both teams or both sides to be established or have firmly developed characters or whatnot. There's still the people that don't like MSK, so they're not going to cheer for them. But Malik Blade, Nidra Sanofe aren't like over. So they're not going to cheer for them either. So it just kind of leads to them just being like, yeah, spots, you know. I was really hoping that the Idris Enofe and Malik Blade thing was going to like build up and have like a really huge blow-off match in the semifinal, get a really big rub. It just didn't happen that way. You know, they just, it felt like a team that had lucked their way through the tournament and then faced, you know, a good team and got beat. I wanted to see them like, oh, they came so close. They almost did it. They almost proved that they belonged, and they just came up a little bit short against the established team. And it just it just felt like a good match, which is okay. It's not bad. But for what I wanted from their week-to-week storyline and the progression of this tournament, it was a little bit lacking. That being said, second best match on the show. Mm-hmm. It was good fun. Pretty decent episode of NXT, so yeah. I'm not complaining too much about it. I just wanted a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I will also say this is 100% a nitpick, and I'm aware that it's a nitpick, but that's kind of my thing, so I'm going to do it anyway. When Idris Sanofe's splash that he does, I would call it generous to call it a splash, because mainly he falls. Let's be real. He doesn't <laughs> get much height. And it's just kind of, there's no, like, movement in the air. It's just kind of, like, and he just falls flat, straight on him, right? Which is fine, if that's what you want to have as a move. But then for the commentators to say, unreal athleticism. It's like, (laughs) like, come on. (laughs) You can't just say stuff. (laughs) You see, like, anything else on this show? All they do is say stuff. Oh god. It was Oh yeah. I guess uh, just annoying. Anyway, Dakota Kai sad backstage. Wendy Chu says it's not as easy as it looks, is it? Cool. Now the two losers are gonna have a match next week. Right. What what a way to set up this feud. Have both of them <laughs> lose and then go, oh man, we lost. I'm gonna Brilliant. show you I'm gonna show you that you're gonna lose to me after I lost, and then I'll show you that winning isn't that easy, huh? Because then and then you'll you'll not have won again loser yeah great anyway whatever uh we then got the main events katie ray versus mandy rose for the nxt women's championship this story that's been built up for a while Gigi dolan and jason get attacked by indy harpo and persia parada after they'd already brawled earlier 
on their entrance when they're on their way to the ring. They get brought, they get escorted out. And during the match, we get the voice of Mackenzie Mitchell saying, they've been escorted out of the building. And I was like, oh, have they? Yes, I believe you, definitely. Um, so I wrote that that's definitely a misdirection. It was. Uh, because they just came in and interfered in the match. And then Mandy Rose retained over Katie Ray. They That, that was it. She, they, Why? They pushed, her, pushed her off the ropes and she hit the knee. And then there you go. Why? I don't know, man. They didn't want Mandy to win. Uh, they didn't want Mandy to lose, um, but they didn't want Katie Ray to win. So, so don't book the match. Yes. So don't book the match. Correct. Oh, that is the correct man. answer, Tempest. Don't book it. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. Like, I didn't think this match was all that great anyway. Like, it was. It was fine, but there was some clunkiness. There was some just, I don't know. There were some spots where it just, it, it, things weren't clicking. And man, Mandy Rose to me is not, she's like a static character. She's not mm -hmm. changing. She's not learning. She's not developing at all. So she's just a heel. She's heel Sable in 2022. We've said this since the beginning, since her re-debut. That's, that's what she is. And it is fine. You know, that's, that's, that's fine. But that being said, I think I've basically run my course with this character, you know, as far as being the champion, they've said, no, you have not. And Kaylee Ray to me was the best option to take the belt off of her. And if that, if that's still going to happen, we didn't need this match. And if that's not going to happen, why not? <laughs> Because it seems now like Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray are going to go and be in the Dusty Classic. Because Io was yep. like looking for a partner. So, that's interesting. It looks like we're going in a different direction. This yep. whole thing just confuses me. And it's a lame yeah. finish to a not great match. And I was really yeah. enjoying this episode of NXT before uh, before this year main event. But they just yep. they can't get out of their own way. Yeah, right. Uh I thought, was, yeah, this was an anticlimactic finish to the show, and just having the distraction finish enough is a bit bad. But the fact that you're not going to follow up on it from the looks of it, because you're just going to have uh, EO and and KLR go into the Dusty Classic, like why though? I mean, to be fair, to be fair to them, something I could totally see happening is EO and Kaylee Ray go into the Dusty Classic, and then Toxic Attraction costs them one of their matches maybe the final maybe their first round match i don't know mm -hmm. but it cost them a match which is a way to continue the feud and then you have maybe eo and, and katie ray in a triple threat against mandy for the title maybe maybe that's something you can do and they can follow up on this i sure. have zero faith that that's what they're doing yeah. i'm not gonna give them the benefit of the doubt because you have stuff like seth rollins versus roman reigns at the royal rumble <laughs> some people not naming names ollie said that this is great because they've got so much storyline potential from here and where they can go from here, and they didn't do anything with it. They just dropped it. So, i got no faith that that's what they're doing. And right now, it's a lame finish. So, yeah. that sucked. Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing with WWE. I would just prefer you to do a good thing today because I don't trust you to do it tomorrow. Yeah. You know? Legit. If, you know, if you just had Mandy Rose and Kaylee Ray have like a 15 minute match that was really good and Mandy Rose just won. Mm -hmm. 
That's fine. You can do that. Yeah. You don't need every match to be distractions and DQs and and, and whatever. You yeah. know? It's like, totally. yeah, just have her win clean. Get some good title retentions. retentions. <clears throat> every once in a while. Retentions. Yeah. yeah. Shouldn't be that hard, but it seems to be. Yeah. She's had the title since, was it Halloween Havoc where she won the title? Mandy? Sounds about right. I think so. Hmm. She beat Raquel. And that's a decent little run. I think it's fine for her to drop the belt now. Yeah, October to February. I mean, fine. what? It's not like the story's going anywhere. There is no yeah. story. She's just champion. You yeah. know? So she can lose it at any point. So why not now when you've got the right challenger? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I thought I was going to play more Pokemon during this. I thought I yeah, so did I. I you just not <clears throat> Positive. To be fair, though, I yeah. feel like we've done some stuff that been like, this was fine or this was good and not caught Pokemon from it because we weren't super complimentary. We were just like, this is fine. You know? Fine. A solid which, fine. Which, which just feels like it's a compliment because we're so negative about everything all the time. But really, it's not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, oh. sorry. I, I laughed because I just opened the Ultra Chat document again and <laughs> the title of it has now every letter of the title has just become a different color. Yeah. Good job, Rob. Last chance to get in your Ultra Chats, wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Send your Ultra Chats in. Uh, we'll read out all the ones that are five US bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air. Van Twinblade said, To hell with NXT and the Saturday Saudi money, uh, Saudi blood money show. Everyone should watch Black Wrestlers Matter on the 19th instead. Sounds like a great plan. Does sound like a great plan. There's so yep. much more wrestling that I'd rather be watching than that show. Tell me about it. Riot DR says, I uh, was going to make a sarcastic comment about using a basketball, football helmet, or baseball bat in wrestling, but it turns out I've seen all of those already. Indie wrestling is great, but weird, my friends. Also, where does cricket rank as a beloved UK sport? Um, <clears throat> cricket is divisive, I will say. It is, uh, there's some people that absolutely love it, and some people that really don't like it. Um... I'd say it's probably up there. Football is easy, easily the soccer is easily up soccer. there as number one. Rugby's close behind that, and then probably cricket. I want to say. I'm probably forgetting something major, but you know, we'll go with that. Sure. Um, legit underboss said, "If you told me three years ago that a superplex would get a holy s chant, I would have called you a liar." Also, Tempest, when are you going to move to the UK and run for Prime Minister? And I think it says F off Ollie, but you know, that bit's <laughs> unimportant. Uh, I don't know, to be determined. And yeah, the NXT crowd, though, chant, this is awesome and holy S word at like anything. Yeah. So, like, I can't even use it as like a, a, a gauge on, you know, on anything on this show. It's just like, well, is it awesome, or are you all just overzealous? I don't know. Alex Ingen said, Hey guys, listening on my phone uh, on the way to my first ever session of wrestling training at a local Swedish indie. Wish me luck, LIW for life. Good, Good luck, luck Alex. Alex. Hope you have fun. Let us know how yeah. it goes. 
Don't get hurt. Don't get in the ring. Do rolls. Mm, yes. Rolls for months. Jacob Smith said, uh, just showing some love and support for my LIW Pokeboys uh, who tried to find the positives in WWE's worst programming twice a week. Do we? Do we try and do that? that I try. I don't, I don't succeed. No, I, I try. I try yeah. and look for things that I like. Uh, they follow up and say, uh, so how's Pokemon Legends Arceus going for you both? Have the shiny gods blessed either of you or both LIW for life? Yes. I think we both have a shiny Pokemon. We do. I think I have two. No, I missed one because it was an alpha and it, it messed me up and it was very strong and it didn't stay in the bowl. So it was this shiny scun tank, um, which is a cool looking shiny as well. I really like it. And then I've got a shiny Yanma, I think. I have yeah. a shiny Weasel. Nice. It's yeah. Cool. It is yellow. Um, that's the same ultra chat again from Jacob Smith. I don't know whether they sent it twice or the monsters put it twice. I don't know. But anyway, thanks. Um, and uh, Marcel said, uh, well, in other news, how do you like the Legend of Vox Machina? <gasps> and with which word do you start a game of Wordle? You're, you're talking my language, Marcel. Legend of Vox Machina. It's amazing. I love it. Um, please uh, talk to me about it more. And um, I have a, a series of words that I start off uh, the Wordle on. Um, I, I like I like using smile. That's a good one. Nice little positive word. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Steam. It's also quite fun. Mm -hmm. I like that one. Trail. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. There's a few. I'll just like cycle in and out. It's fun. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. You know we have we have a WhatsApp group now. Do you play Wordle Tempest? I forget yeah. if you do or not. You've, you do. You've, you've hooked me into this stupid thing. <laughs> hey Tempest, do you want to join the work WhatsApp Wordle group where we crown a new champion every week? I don't know, I'll get back to you. Because <laughs> so far we've got me, Andy, Luke, Adam, Ollie, Abby, Angela. I think that's it, maybe. So yeah, it's the it's the wait. World Wordle Federation, which is a great uh -oh. name. Well done, Luke. Very good name. So yeah, if you want in, let me know. Well, more realistically, let Luke know because then he can add you. Um. Anyway, no, Laurie's not in it. I've seen someone ask if Laurie's in it in the chat. No, he despises Wordle. He hates it. He lets us know every time. Anytime we mention it to him, he's like, "Please stop talking about Wordle." Um. So anyway, that's gonna do it. For this episode of NXT. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention the Carmelo segment. He got a haircut or something. Yeah, it was cool. cool. That was all right. Got a promo in a barbershop. There was one guy who said Carmelo or that Cameron Grimes is going to beat him, and they were like, who brought this guy? Mm. There was also a Cameron Grimes promo, uh, which I quite liked. He was yeah, like, I, I, I come back to my roots where I came from. I've been through hard times, and I trade it all so I could go to the moon. Cool. Nice. Wait, wait. Breaking news. Ollie had help on his Wordle last week. Help? You can't have help in Word. I need to have Wordles with Ollie. Ooh. That's not okay. You can't have help. That's cheating. Ollie. Stupid. Freaking dumb. Also, I'm very excited for Keith Lee's debut on AEW Dynamite tonight. 
Please let it be Keith Lee. I really want it to be Keith Lee. Oh, God, I'm excited. It's going to be me and Luke doing the AEW review tomorrow, so I might get to talk about that. Maybe, hopefully. Um, so, yeah. Fingers crossed it's Keith Lee. I'll be honest, Tempest. I got nothing for this little outro section. We got three minutes until we need to go live. I got nothing to talk about anymore. Damn, the volume was really low. <laughs> Were you trying to do the horn? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Here, let, let me let me take that. Let me take that again. Okay, go. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I Heck love yeah. it. Yeah, look at that. There's a man tank right there. Just caught Let that. Let me do uh, it. It's the first one of those that I've. It's the first one of those I've caught. Why are there just drift loons all over this water? That doesn't make much sense. I mean, this uh, is basically a Pokemon podcast. Hey, Remoraid. Hello, Remoraid. What? Uh, Don't... Oh, it hit me with a water pulse. That's not very nice. All right. Anyway, yeah. Well, this is, this is just what a podcast becomes. I am yeah, worried that if we try and uh, say something nice about WWE and, and, you know, then catch a Pokemon, it will make the, the podcast rather long today. Yeah. It's a terrible episode of NXT. No, we could. Uh, well, that's the thing. I guess it depends how we define positive, right? Like, because uh -huh. it could be, is something just more positive than usual? Or is it something that's actually positive? Because, you know, I they're know. like. There are things where it's like, this feels like a compliment, but it's really not. You know, we could get away with doing backhanded compliments and being like, hey, I caught Kadabra, nice. Um, that it can just be like, you know, this was competent. Feels like a compliment. It's not. <laughs> you know? No, but, it's better than know. usual. Yeah. Standards anyway. and all that. Anyway, you guys uh, have already heard what we talked about. Why are we talking about this? This is just admin at this point. Um, uh, talking about what we're going to talk about on the podcast. Which yeah, three you've already listened to. Time. Yeah, which you've already listened to because this is the outro section. Anyway, we're going to go because we do actually need to go live now. So thank you for listening to whatever this was. Uh, appreciate you all for, for checking out the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. It's going to be, I think it's going to be me and Luke doing the AEW podcast tomorrow. Cut a star radio. Um, nice. Good stuff. Um, because uh, Ollie's feeling a little under the weather. So I think it's going to be me and Luke doing the AW podcast tomorrow. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Friday show, Saturday show, me and Tempest will be back. Yay, etc. Love you very much. Stay safe. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.